Welcome to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I'm your host, Nadine Mullings. I'm an author, speaker, and marketing mentor. And I believe in the importance of women of faith in business stepping up and shining in their lane so they can make the impact, influence, and income they were born to make. Join me to hear the stories of powerful women of faith who are using their purpose-driven businesses to make a difference in the world. Hello and welcome to this episode of Women Faith Plus Business. I'm so super excited to have my guest today, Tasha M. Scott. Tasha M. Scott is in the house. Tasha M. Scott is an independent executive director with the John Maxwell team. Her responsibilities include executive leadership training, coaching and keynote speaking nationally and internationally. She is also also a certified DISC personality assessment consultant under the Maxwell brand. In addition, Tasha owns Maximize Growth LLC, where she serves nonprofits, state agencies, and for-profit businesses of all sizes through workshop facilitation, leadership training, team development, and executive coaching. Tasha thrives on helping individuals and organizations bridge communication gaps that lead to progressive growth. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Tasha. Anything you'd like to add to your bio that we just read, your awesome bio, may I add, that we just read, I will add, Tasha is not only everything great that her bio says, but just an awesome person overall. You know, we've met on several occasions, online and offline, and she's just an awesome person. So welcome to the show, Tasha. Thank you, Nadine. You know, it's an honor to be in your presence always. Awesome. All right. So I always like to start off by asking the question, because as we know, the Women Faith Plus Business podcast is all about women, faith, and business. And the Mm -hmm. first thing really as business owners is we all have to take a leap of faith to start our business. So what made you take the leap of faith to start your business? Take us back. What was going on in your life? How did you start your business and why did you decide to take a leap of faith to start? Okay, so I always tell people, for me, it wasn't a leap. It was more of a crawl. (laughs) Okay, so a crawl Um, of faith. That's a new one. It was a crawl. Um, I have to say, I've been full-time I've been in full-time business for 17 years, okay? So I've got to give you the backstory. When I was in, um, I think it was middle school, high school, I had a paper route. That was my very first business. And that's when I realized I was born to be an entrepreneur. Fast forward, I was a paralegal, you know, just work, going to work every day and just really felt like, you know, there's more to life than this. And, And I was reminded of my desire. So I started another business and that was an administrative support service that was part-time. And the thing is, I was offering services like typing, transcription, office cleaning, organization, all of this stuff. I had a lot of different things going on, but I was all over the place and somebody said, you need to specialize. So then enter my third business and that was as a court reporter because I went to court reporting school and that was, um, I took the transcription and, and really turned that into a whole business. And that business I just 
closed December of 2018. But while I had that business, I actually started what I'm doing right now, speaking, coaching, and training. But here's the thing to answer your question for for, for me, why it wasn't a leap, it was a crawl. Mm -hmm. It was a crawl because as I was working my, my job, I worked my way out of a job. I didn't just take the leap. I mm. made sure that I had more business coming in than I actually had for, that was making more than my, my full-time job. And that's when I was able to make the transition. So that was my crawl. Yeah, I love it. First of all, I love that you had a crawl of fame. <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that, the crawl of fame, which is awesome. Yeah. But I think, you know, from what you said in, in your story, you always knew you had an entrepreneurial spirit. I did. From way did. back when, having your newspaper route and moving on to the next business and then the next one, that crawl of faith is there, but it's always dropped in your spirit that I'm yeah. entrepreneurial and this yeah. is what I need to be doing as a person in the marketplace. So that's awesome. Kudos to you on your crawl of faith. <laughs> I know it's been a minute since your paper route, since the beginning of oh, your yeah. entrepreneurial journey. So oh, as yeah. entrepreneurs and business owners, we all have ups and downs, you know, it's yeah. ups and downs and major pivots and turns. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about some of those major pivots mm -hmm. and turns and changes that you've had in your business, besides the ones that you obviously said changing and having different businesses, sure. um, you know, what would you identify some of those major um, pivots and changes that you've had to made, make in your business? Yeah. So for me, one of the biggest ones was just really confidence in myself and belief that it was possible, even though I had the desire. And I even believe it's my God-given purpose to be an entrepreneur, but it didn't mean that I didn't have insecurity around that. Yeah. And so that was one of the biggest struggles for me. Um, and I'll talk about just in this space, being a speaker, trainer, coach, um, the biggest struggle was confidence in who I am, not comparing mm. myself to any anyone else, not um, trying to do what other people are doing yeah. just because that's the thing to do. Yeah. That's, that, I would say, hands down, has been one of the biggest things that I've had to overcome and feel confident in who I am yeah. and understand that, yes, there might be other speakers, trainers, coaches out there, but there is still something unique about me. Yeah. I had to give myself permission to tap into that, and it was an inside-out job. Yeah, definitely. I love that because I think a lot of us struggle with confidence. Mm -hmm. You know, we question so much of this business and entrepreneurial journey is about us questioning our ability, yeah. us looking around and saying, oh, she's doing this and she's doing that and she has a great platform and she's, but it's important to be confident in yourself and know the gifts and talents, abilities that God has given you yes. uniquely to show up in the marketplace as you are. So I think that's awesome that that was a major shift for you is really yeah. understanding and knowing and having confidence in who you are uniquely created to be. That's right. Yeah. So one of the things I really like about you is that you really uh, don't shy away from talking about faith on your business platform. Mm -hmm. So you're open into talking about God and faith and spirituality on your business platform. So I'd love to learn how has faith played a role in your business? Whew, a major role, <laughs> a major role, because I can't talk about confidence and identity without talking about who I am in Christ, yeah. right? And I will also say that along the journey, like I said, I've been in business full-time for 17 years. There have been a lot of setbacks. There have been a lot of mistakes. There have been 
failures on, mm-hmm. you know, on my part. And so at the end of the day, with life happening to me, through me, all around me, my anchor is Christ. Yes. Anchor is Christ. And if I didn't have God, if I didn't have Jesus in me, helping me, even in the seasons where it felt like, am I even going to make it through this? I just say at the end of the day, that has been the thing that has kept me and is still keeping me to this day Mm -hmm. because I realize I'm a human being. Mm-hmm. Superwoman is a character. Yes. You know, and I could be out here trying to portray to everybody else, oh, I'm this and I'm that, and look at what I'm doing. But at the end of the day, I am a human being. I bleed, I cry, but mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, my anchor, it's in Christ. Yes, I love that. My anchor is in Christ and it Mm -hmm. shows up in all parts of us, right? Personally, business, it shows up everywhere. So what gave you the courage to talk about your anchor being in Christ and talk about spirituality on your business platform? Because we can all be anchored in Christ and have a relationship with Christ, but we don't necessarily openly and actively talk (laughs) about it on our business platform. You know, so I'd love to um, understand why you chose to be open on your business platform and talk about things like that. Sure, sure. It wasn't always the case for me with that um, because I think that's why at one point I did have an identity crisis because, um, you know, when you're out here in these business streets, that's not on the forefront a lot of the times, you know. Um, But when I was doing my court reporting business, that was one of the times in in that business that I hit some walls personally. Mm -hmm. And um, there was also times where I got help and help for me came in the form of a Christian counselor, Christian Mm -hmm. life coach. Mm -hmm. And when I had my, I call it rebirth or awakening, Mm and I started talking about it, I could not tell the story without saying, this is what God did for me. This is how God healed me. And actually that was the introduction to me becoming a coach and a speaker Mm. and a trainer. Mm -hmm. That was the true foundation. Now, granted, there are there are times that I go into places where I'm a trainer that are state agencies that mm-hmm. are um, businesses where I'm doing organizational training, where right. you are told, do not talk about politics, about religion, religion. about mm-hmm. any of it. And here's the thing. I know how to do that without quoting chapter scripture verse, but it still doesn't take away from my identity. And there Mm -hmm. are spaces where I am free to talk about it when I'm doing my women empowerment and I'm speaking to coach, I'm sorry, speaking to churches, you know, things like that. I just have to consider the audience. But even if I'm not quoting chapter, scripture, verse, it still doesn't take away from who I am. Yeah, I love that because it's the core of who you are. So you adjust based yes. on your audience, but it's the core of who you are. So you may not be saying in Matthew ten eleven right. it says, but you're right. still talking about what the moral or main thing is about that particular scripture. So I yes. love how you're able to adjust based on the audience, but not change who you are as a person and at the core. So one of the things that's really unique for everyone is their faith journey, meaning mm-hmm. how they actually became a believer and came into the faith. So I'm always curious as to, you know, what was your faith journey? Uh, How did you become a believer in Jesus Christ? 
Mm-hmm. So Nadine, I grew up in the church. Uh, my dad was a pastor. Okay. My grandfather. A kid. I'm a PK. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, um, my grandfather was a pastor. You know, um, so I grew up in the church, going to church every Sunday. You know, all of that. It wasn't until after I graduated high school that I actually had my own personal encounter where it, it wasn't just about religion anymore. Yeah. It became about relationship. Yeah. And so I would say I was probably about 18 or 19 years old. And it was, it was amazing because again, I went to church every Sunday, but it was on an Easter Sunday that I really walked the aisle of the church. It was a Baptist church and I walked the aisle and and dedicated my life to Christ. And Mm. after that, I thought I was the only 19 year old in the world who was a Christian. Mm. And so there was this period where all I did was just read my Bible and I would listen to, I had this one Yolanda Adams tape. It was a cassette tape. Love me some Yolanda Adams. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, and so I, I went about just um, trying to do all the right things to be this good Christian girl. But mm. fast forward, while I was in business, actually, mm. I feel like I it was a deeper walk or a deeper relationship because mm. I was able to take off the works. And it wasn't about what I did. It wasn't about how I showed up or how I served God. I really feel like God did a, a deeper work in me mm. and a more inner healing mm-hmm. and really the business that I have now, like I said before, is a reflection of that deeper work. So I feel yeah. like there's layers to this. Yeah, there definitely is. And I find a lot through this interview series that I've been doing since I started the podcast that a lot of people that grew up in the church grew mm-hmm. up in religion, yes. but there's a certain point where they change and it switches and it becomes relationship. So even though you grow up in the church, you can have years of not having relationship, just religion, rituals, routine, Mm -hmm. but there's a point. And for you, you said it was around 18, 19, that that changed to intimate and personal relationship. Right. So yeah, I think that's awesome. I love that um, faith journey. So how would you define, you know, we talked about all your business and your faith journey and being a woman of faith, how would you actually define the power of faith? Wow. (laughs) That's a big one. Everyone's always like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. And you put those two words together, power and faith. (laughs) Yes. Um, Man, it's like everything. It is everything. Um, Faith is one of those things, just like the Bible says, faith is what you believe in. You don't even see the manifestation of it all the time, but it's what you believe in, things that you cannot see. Um, But there's so much power in that. And I really think it really, for me, being a woman of faith, it defines my belief system. Mm. And what I mean by that is we all believe in something. We all have values. We all have standards that we live by, that we function in our business or our job, whatever we all do. But for me, the, um, the power of faith is this is bigger than me. Mm-hmm. I am here on purpose. You know, there's an assignment. There's a reason why I was born, why I was created. And to me, the power of faith is having the faith to believe. That's the belief system Mm -hmm. that everything that God purposed for me to be, everything he designed me to be, I have to have 
faith that it is possible that he still wants to do it through me in spite of me. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I need to re- press rewind on that. <laughs> I have to have faith that everything he put in me, I could do. I can't even say it as eloquently as you did. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to make a quote out of that part of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I love how you describe the power of faith because it's true. You have to have faith that what he put in you, Mm -hmm. he will still manifest through you despite who you are, despite all the things that you've done, you know, despite everything that's going on around us and in the world, despite the circumstances, you have to have the power of faith to believe that it will manifest through you, through through him, through you. Yeah, that's right. Love it. Love it. (laughs) So this podcast is all about faith and business. Mm -hmm. So I am going to ask you, what do you feel is the power of business? Oh yeah. I feel like to me, business is a calling just like I I said my dad and grandfather were ministers. They felt called to the ministry. To me, I feel like business is a calling, you know, like we are put here. um, We're given the purpose. We have our gifts and our talents and abilities. And I believe that we're called to go out and serve those that we're called to serve and be difference makers or some, um, there's a book called change agent. Mm -hmm. We're called to be change agents in our communities, in our world. And so the power of business, it's um, business is an expression of our gifts. Mm, it's an expression of our talent. And it's almost like the, um, the parable of the talent. When we've mm. been called to business, what we do with it is our gift back to God. Yes, I love that. Yeah, expression of our talents and gifts in the vessel or package of a business. Yeah, Yeah. and how we serve in the marketplace. Thank you so much. So, so many awesome golden nuggets (laughs) that we talked about today. So thankful for you being on the podcast. Now, if anyone would like to connect with you, what's the best way for them to connect with you if they want to learn a little bit more about how you help and how you work with people? Sure. Thank you for that. So my website is Tasha at, I'm sorry. That, that's my email. My website. <laughs> that's okay. You can give out your email too if you want to. <laughs> my website, website is TashaMScott.com. Okay. And I am on social media on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, LinkedIn. My handle is at Coach Tasha Scott. And I'm on YouTube as well. And if you're on Facebook and you're a woman of faith in business ministry or leadership, I do have a group called Connected Women Win on Mm -hmm. Facebook. Awesome. Love that. So connect with Tasha in all those places, her website, social media, her Facebook group, Connected Women Win. Be sure to connect with Tasha. Thank you so much for being on the Women Faith Plus Business podcast today. This was an awesome conversation. Thanks so much, Tasha. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Women Faith Plus Business Podcast. I hope this episode has been insightful and inspirational. Wherever you're listening, be sure to subscribe to get the next episodes or go to womenfaithandbusiness.com to join our email list. Plus, if you would like to discover three powerful ways to attract your ideal clients so you can make the impact, influence, and income you were born to make, be sure to text POWERFUL to 31996.